Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Celine Lafargue from Salesforce join us. Celine, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Thank you, Shana. I'm very happy to be with you today. So I'm Céline Lafargue. I'm a sales enablement leader for all the delivery in Europe, in EMEA, to be exactly precise, for all the content for our own sales leaders at Salesforce. I've joined the company more than four years ago. I started after 20 years in the tech as a sales myself, sales leader, global account manager. I started at Salesforce as an account executive, so a salesperson at Salesforce, and I had the the chance and the opportunity to move to enablement, in which I am working uh, since three years now, and I've moved from different roles. As you can hear uh, my voice or maybe my accent, I'm French, so first I was working with a French team, so all the sales, also solution engineers, and all the onboarding for every people at Salesforce, France, but now I've got a wider role dedicated to sales leaders, but for all EMEA. Well, I'm extremely honored to have you here. I'd love to kind of dive in, as you mentioned, kind of one of your core responsibilities at Salesforce as you got started in enablement was really around onboarding new hires. From from your experience, how does onboarding help amplify sales productivity for new hires? It's an excellent question, Shona, because we know onboarding is key. The first moment, minute, First steps you you take in a new company, you first need to be really welcomed. And I think this is also key to understand the culture of the company. And for us at Salesforce, it's something we really focus on a lot. And onboarding is always at stake because we know different people are joining the company, different background, different way of learning. It's important to remember this. Today, Salesforce is providing a, a tremendous platform to of course, our customers, but internally we use platform to train and to onboard all the employees. And so we have content, digital content, as every company has today, we, we believe. And we use this uh, platform. You, you may have heard about Trailhead, which is a public platform where you can be trained on Salesforce. And we use our Trailhead called My Trailhead internally, to train people, to onboard them, to help them understand what is their role in the company, what are the products, uh, how are we organized, and everything is, of course, accessible for everybody at any place. And uh, the virtual world today, uh, it's important to have this ability to do so. And so we use our tools to train and to onboard everybody. And of course, it depends on what is your role. I mean, role as if you are an individual contributor or a leader, but also in which business unit you will belong at the end. We don't have the same path of training and learning for someone who is going to be a solution engineer and uh, run demo to customers. And we don't have the same for an account executive who will be a sell and needs to understand what is the methodology of selling at Salesforce and how he can or she can succeed in the role. Absolutely. What would you say are some of the the key components to an effective onboarding program? And and how do you go about delivering onboarding programs to, to really ensure that there is a consistent experience for new hires and really start to drive towards that consistent performance that you were talking about? 
So first, you, you asked me about the key component. Key component is really uh, the first thing we do at Salesforce. It's explaining the culture of the company. Our core value, we have four core values, and it's really, really completely embedded in the DNA of anything we do. The first one is the trust, and trust is key to everything we do. It's for customers, but it's also uh, internally. It's a trust of people you work with, trust in the fact, the fact that you can talk about what's happening for you and you can make your point, so it's very important. The second one is customer success. Everything is driven for customer success and design to, to help this. The third one is innovation, and I think Salesforce has shown years over years how innovative we can be. We, we try to find every new solution. I believe you heard about the fact that Slack is now a Salesforce uh, company, and embedded a company like Slack makes big changes for our customers, but obviously internally too. And the last one, the last but not least, value is equality and we want equality to be seen at every level of everything we do in the company and we can say we have a fifth core value which is sustainability but it's not written uh, the same way but it's also in everything we do because we are a net zero carbon company today and we keep on working on this so first of all the key component of onboarding is to understand that those value it's not something written on a wall it's really something we do and embedded in every actions we can do. Then for the onboarding itself and how we can succeed, the past design people who already do the job. So it's really something that we can validate with them because the results, you see it on the field. I mean, you, you need to see what's happening with your customers, to see how you grow your business, to make sure that what you learn is bringing you value. So obviously we have Pass design, depending on the role you, you have to play in the company. Uh, and we use, of course, our data because our platform is full of data and we are able to follow up on every person personal journey of learning and onboarding. We have dedicated webinar for all newcomers and then you will have sorted by role, if you're a manager, if you're not a manager, if you're a leader, not a leader, if whatever you do, you will have dedicated webinar and dedicated content to absorb and to understand. And at the end, we are working on an analytic way of understanding what went well, what didn't went well, what can we improve. We are running different type of programs. And at each program, you can be sure that we ask for feedback and we are very keen to know what is the CSAT of, this, of the session? And we ask all the attendees to our trainings, to our enablement moment, to, to, to understand what can be done differently. What do we need to enhance? Where do you think there is room for improvement for a team for, an, for enablement? And understand what they are really looking for to, to, to get what is the real outcome they want. We are very happy because we have very good CSAT coming from uh, the content we deliver today. But we keep, you know, we, we, we keep on enhancing and we, we, we keep on moving forward because we want this to be like a great success for everybody. Absolutely. It sounds like a very impressive program. And I love the way that you guys really tailor the learning experience and learning journey, I think, as you called it, for every new hire. That's It's quite impressive. Now, Beyond just improving kind of new hire productivity, you had also focused on training as a key lever to kind of drive overall sales productivity. How can training programs reinforce skills and performance expectations? 
This is exactly the point. And, you know, we are always trying to find a way to link what you learn in a program is really driving your day-to-day -day success and the overall success you can get in a year. I'm talking mostly about sales because this is the population I'm working with. All my audience is mainly sales and obviously sales leaders today. Uh, but how, how we make sure that it's linked, we are using lots of tools today, the virtual world, open many new perspectives on this type of usage and app. And we do a lot of simulation and we use simulation to really, you know, have people active during the training. We know that today, just delivering a content when you have a speaker and people listening is not enough. You need to have the interaction. You need to have people involved. You need to use all the tools you can. So We, we know that today Kahoot, uh, to make it fun and quiz and learning is, is a tool everybody's using around the world. We use all the facilitation tools in uh, Google Meet or Zoom because we need to also be able to send a poll to uh, drive people in breakout. So we try to use the technology as also uh, uh, nice tools to have and nice tools to use to make it more uh, interactive. And we use simulation tools to help Uh, people learning by being active. So they need to listen. They need to watch videos. They need to answer questions. And they will get the result of the questions they ask at the end as a gathering of information we had. And then they can learn because sometimes you need to make mistakes if you want to learn about it and if you want to change the way you're doing things. Uh, otherwise, it's very difficult to know that you're learning something because if you don't jeopardize what you thought was the right way to do things, you don't learn new way of doing. And we are in a business, technology business is moving very fast. We change every day. I mean, business is changing every day. So we need to also help our, our leaders, ourselves, and every, everybody at the company uh, to, to make it more uh, in a wider way. But we need everybody to be able to change and to learn differently, use other tools. We really love when people can practice because this is where you really try it out. We do a lot of practice with peers. We try to set up sessions where people can be two, three or four. And there is a role play with like a scenario at the beginning. And everybody will do this, this different role, but everybody will go through the role he or she is supposed to have in the company, for instance, a sales leader and practice, understand how questioning can be important, how uh, doing things differently can bring value. And this is, I think, where making people active in the way they learn can make a difference and can really bring great learnings and sometimes breakthrough. We, we have feedback from learners who say, it's great because I never thought doing this thing like you told me to or like you explained to us to. And it's really making a difference for me today. I think that is phenomenal. Now, you also have a bit of experience yourself from a sales professional background. What are some of the challenges salespeople might experience in applying what they learned in training to day-to-day -day roles to improve performance? And, and how can enablement help salespeople overcome these challenges? So we hope they are practicing what they learn. This is a good, very good point. I mean, biggest part of my life, I've been a cell. So going through, you know, the roller coaster of emotion you can have with a customer when you need to fight for a deal, you need to be very bold, you need to be creative, you need to find ways to sell differently. 
I've been there and I can really tell you what Salesforce is offering and the methodology of sales is tremendous. And I say that because I've been to different companies, I've seen different way of doing, and I can really tell you it's it's really fantastic. And how, how we make sure they learn, this is exactly what I was telling just before. We ask them to practice in a training session to be, you know, not shy to do the same in like a real life situation. And when we do this kind of practicing moment, learning moment, we will tell them, what will you do in real life? The simulation, you know, it's exactly when you're a pilot for a plane. You don't fly the plane the first day you you start to train as a pilot. You go through a simulation. And this is exactly the same. And we tell them, you use the simulation, but make it like it's a real life decision you're taking. And it's a big difference because if you take the simulation on saying, oh, it's a simulation, I don't care, you won't get a lot out of it. But if you really see the simulation as this is a point where I can do and try things I'm not really sure I can do in the real life because I will take a risk, this is wonderful because you practice differently, you're bolder in the decisions you, you make, and then you can see the result. So sometimes the result is not the one you want you, you expected. It can be good or it can be bad, but at the end, you've tried and you learn because you've tried. I, I love that approach though. Now, how do you ensure salespeople have the right resources and content to continue learning and kind of reinforcing their knowledge beyond just kind of the initial training events that you provide? We are working at Salesforce, the enablement team, the global enablement team is working on the basis of what we call the 2-2-2 model. I will explain what it means. We will, as per any company, every quarter, you need to achieve a quota. You need to do some uh, uh, different type of business. I won't explain to you how a business is working. But every quarter, we apply the 2-2-2 method saying we only give enablement training on no more than two days during the two first week of the two first months of the quarter in order to have free time for ourselves, our teams to close deal and be with customers at the end of each month. And of course, the last month of the quarter must be focusing on customer, on closing and on deal making and not enablement. So what we do at the, uh, during those two days, we assign automatically some content to people depending on their role. So we have global content for the company. I will give you an example, which is the corporate pitch Salesforce is providing to customers, to, to the world is something we work on every year. So everybody needs to go through the corporate pitch. And this is something for the whole company. So for instance, an example. And on the other hand, you will have personalized content for for sales. If I can give you an example, we ask them to, at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the year at Salesforce is February 1st, we will have revised a new content to offer. We are currently working on them about, for instance, account planning. So all the sales will have to go through a training, so virtual training, exactly what I was talking about, you know, simulation and quiz and question you, you will ask. And they will do the training about account planning at the beginning of the year. Why? Because it's the first quarter of the year and you need to build the strategy you want to deploy to your customers. So this is how we make sure the content is really personalized and is also, uh, I will say, time personalized, meaning we don't do the same with our customers at, at the beginning of, of a new year. 
uh, as we do now, which is a, uh, the fourth quarter of the year, which is focusing on closing the deals. Absolutely. That makes 100% sense. Now, just to kind of close us out, Celine, this has been a fantastic conversation. I'd love to understand from you, with productivity being one of the key goals for your onboarding and training programs, what are some of the ways that you measure how productive salespeople are and the impact of your programs on that productivity? So for the productivity, first, we did a Tremendous work and the global enablement team worked on the new methodology who started a year ago. So we were able by using this new methodology to reduce onboarding ramp up time. So we moved from around five or six months to something closer to three or four months to really get everything you need to know and you need to learn. I will always say the best way to learn is to go on the field to see the customer and to do it. Practicing is the only way to learn. And you can make mistakes, but that's fine because you have tools, you have assets, you have everything available for you to know exactly what you should do at each step with your customer. So this methodology is a fantastic foundation for everybody to understand and to learn. So of course, first we can see the productivity in time it takes to be enabled and to understand. And then we will also have very dedicated tools for following a customer opportunity. And then we use scorecards, which can help us to see exactly what are the questions you need to ask to your customer, what are the key points or the key uh, meetings you need to have to move towards the stage on your opportunity. And if you don't do it, we can see that using this kind of scorecard can really help account executive and their sales leaders to have a great vision on where they stand with the opportunity and what are the next actions they need to take to make a success and to win the deal at the end. And this is also very visible because we know today by using this kind of scorecard, it's time three on capacity of winning the deal and it's more deal win at the end. And we are able to see that by using the data. And this is why Salesforce is so fantastic. is the fact that everything is embedded in our platform. So all the information is at the same place. It's a single source of truth and it's moving forward every day because people or the teams are adding activities, information, and they feed the information in the platform. That's why and that's how we can have great data, dashboard, and vision of, uh, of the result it gives. I think that's phenomenal. Celine, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us and speaking to our audience. Thank you so much. And I'm very, very honored to be with you uh, also. And uh, uh, hope that many people will be interested to know more about Salesforce. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.